Well, the two-week window for teams to place the franchise or transition tag on pending free agents closed on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to react to all the tags, what it means for the player, for the team. We're going to uh, we're going to get into that uh, on this podcast. A, a reminder: um, you can uh, follow all of our football content, college, NFL, all year round at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you take advantage of our scouting season offer today, or try it out for a month, six months, whatever is your um, flavor there. Uh, also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Well, as we mentioned, the two-week window to place the tag on a player has closed. Not a lot of surprises. The biggest surprise is the absence of a franchise tag for Kansas City Chiefs or Orlando Brown. Now, I said that he prob- they probably wouldn't tag him, so I wasn't surprised, but most people were surprised by it. It would have been a second consecutive tag, and he's likely been in contract uh, contact uh, with the, his, his agent with the Chiefs about <clears throat> coming back, returning, and maybe doing a deal and that's the advantage of having a team that's a strong contender is you're not going to take a discount, but boy, they're going to really be looking to see, all right, what's the best deal? And if the money's close, why not go with a place where you can win? Um, the players who did receive tags, you can check the tag and transition tag, franchise and transition tag numbers over at LandryFootball.com. We've got what those numbers are. Let's get into it. At the top of the list, the biggest story is the Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson. So the tag value, and they put the quarterback non-exclusive tender, non-exclusive tender on the quarterback, $32.4 million. Uh, It was a foregoing conclusion because a deal wasn't going to get done. If it hadn't been done to this point, it's not going to be a late hour decision. So the more interesting outcome is whether Baltimore would use the non-exclusive or exclusive tag. By using the non-exclusive tag, the Ravens opened the door for Jackson to sign with another team, which they can get two first-round picks that they choose not to match, and the Ravens could certainly match it. If a player on a non-exclusive franchise tag does sign an offer sheet with another team, the incumbent team can match that offer. So for clarity's sake, their original draft picks from that club. So if the Detroit Lions, for example, uh, they do not send the 6th and 18th from this year, but the 18th uh, and their 2024 first round. Okay, so make sure that you understand that teams with two first-round picks, uh, you're not going to get both those picks. Okay, you have to get their pick from this year and next year. So that's how it would work. Um, If the Dolphins wanted to sign Jackson, they would have to wait until after the 2023 NFL draft and then send the 2024 and 2025 first-round picks. They couldn't do it prior to the draft because they don't have a first-round pick in 23. So uh, at other positions, the barrier of two first-round picks is enough to deter a team from offering a contract. But there might be some teams that might be interested in Lamar Jackson and departing two first-round picks. That's what it would cost to trade. So that is kind of a litmus test of where the value is, at least to start. Um, the Cowboys put the tag on Tony Pollard. The tag value is 10 million, little 10.09 million. He was a good tag candidate, even given the low cost and the lack of certainty following the un, 
unfortunate leg injury sustained in the playoff game against the Niners. Um, now, Zeke Elliott's probably gone, um, but you never know with Jerry Jones. you got to add weapons to Dak. He's one of them. Pollard's one of them. So uh, we'll see um, what this decision to tag Pollard does with the tight end Dallas Schultz, Dalton Schultz, rather. Uh, played on the tag in 22. We now have a clear path to free agency. With Jacksonville's franchise tagging Evan Ingram, the clear top player available at his position, Schultz, importance to the Cowboys offense, was on full display in the playoffs. And the Cowboys tend to do one thing consistently. Um, and that is overpay players. They don't understand monetary value to players very well. Jacksonville put the tag on Ingram. $11.3 million for him. Played in 22 on a one-year $9 million deal. That wasn't far off from the tight ends franchise tag. So he played his way into a real one um, this year, coming off a really good season. He had a great receiving grade, a critical role in their miracle playoff comeback against the Chargers. Seven receptions on 11 targets. Now Jacksonville has to account for $11.1 million in 23 cash and cap for receiver Calvin Ridley on the books following his official reinstatement by the league, adding two big chunks in a matter of days. The Jags would probably be wise to get a multi-year deal done before the Vikings strike a deal with Hawkinson. So we'll see uh, Ingram's number could get into the 13.5 to 15 million per year range if you don't watch, if you don't watch it. So if you put a tag on a guy like this, you need to get a deal done, and you need to get it done quicker. The sooner you get a deal, the less expensive it's going to be. The price will go up. There's inflation in player salary is the way to look at it. And the more players that are even at his level or players' level, a given player's level or below, that's just going to elevate everybody. A rising tide raises all ships. Remember that. It's... It's in play here. So I am curious to see what this does with uh, this move does with Jags tackle Jawan Taylor, who's now hitting the market. Um, he's likely going to get a top deal. Uh, and I think he could be one of the bigger contracts we see early on. The Raiders put the tag on running back Josh Jacobs. $10 million value there. He averaged just five yards per carry and wrote to a rushing title. 1653 on the ground. He'd like 400 receiving yards. Um, the Raiders declined the fifth-year option at about $8 million a year, but uh, his well worth is more than $2 million extra on top of that. The issue with Bax is long-term. He's still young enough to consider long-term. Uh, the Giants um, got a deal done uh, with the quarterback. So now Saquon Barkley gets the tag. His tag, and this is what we thought, all along, and we forecasted for you at LandryFootball.com how it would play out. Daniel Jones, get him done. You don't want to put the tag on him. That's a $32 million-plus tag. Uh, you put the tag on Barkley, it's a $10.09 million. Again, another running back. So he's not excited about, you know, I'm sure the player's not excited about not getting a long-term deal. But you have to deal with that as a running back, and it's uh, you got to get it where you can because – it's uh, very, very difficult to get long-term deals at the running back position unless you're very young, and even then, it's a challenge. Washington put the tag on Deron Payne, $18.9 million tag value. 
Uh, now he was the first tag plag, uh, first player tagged by uh, of this season, and they clearly didn't want him to hit the market. They knew that would break the bank. Now um, he would have been the prize of the offseason. He would have got the most money. He played the most of any snaps of any interior defensive line in the past three years in the league. Um, picked a great year to log career highs with 49 pressures, 11 sacks. Um, his price tag, again, is, would have been really, really high. So with Washington already paying interior defender Jonathan Allen and another good young defensive lineman um, in edge defender Montez Sweat, Entering his fifth-year option in 23, there are a lot of tough decisions uh, ahead for the commander. So those are some guys. Those are how I think why and what might happen there with those guys. We will keep you up to date on the latest. With these guys, you're not going to hear a whole lot. Uh, don't see many of them outside of Jackson, somebody making an offer. Because remember, non-exclusive means you can make an offer. And it, it you know, the, just the team current team has a right to match it or get two first round picks. Don't really seeing that with the potential of Lamar, but free agency is uh, folks. It's here. It's it's uh, this is kind of the unofficial start. The discussions are in play already. The tampering process um, is uh, the pre tampering process. The pre legal tampering process has already begun and, Free agency begins on Monday. So keep it to LandryFootball.com for all the latest news and notes of what's going on, breaking news, as well as inside news that you can't get anywhere else from inside the free agent negotiations. We got it for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. It's the best deal we got going. It's a full year membership. So you get scouting season all the way through next football season. So take advantage of it. The scouting season offer. 12-month deal, or try it out for a month or six months, whatever is your pleasure there. Uh, a reminder again to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. We appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again next time, everyone.